Hey guys, what's going on? This is Glenn, and welcome to my podcast. Thank you for listening today to episode 60-something. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the number, because it's not the motion and the lotion. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> ah, how you guys doing today? It's the end of a week. It is the end of a week, but it has been a very productive week for me. I'm feeling great about this week. I worked I worked about 65 hours this week in six days, and uh, I put out a mini-sode, and I got a lot of stuff done this week, so I'm feeling a little like I'm just tooting my little whistle a little bit for everybody, but uh, I still have one episode left of Stranger Things, the new season of Stranger Things, because I made myself stop. And I'm not going to go into anything that happens, just in case uh, any of you have been, like, on a hike, like, walking for a couple weeks, and, you know, you fell off the face of the earth. I mean, hopefully, if you missed the new Stranger Things, if you haven't seen it yet, and hopefully you were shipwrecked or something and just got rescued, and you're like, ah, the whole time I was shipwrecked on the island, I was thinking about the new Stranger Things. So I'm not going to ruin it for you. I'm not going to do any spoilers here. But just let me tell you, my favorite character man on the new season is the sheriff the hopper dude hopper man his character is awesome on season three you'll see what i'm talking about and if you've seen it you i know you're agreeing with me you are nodding your head in agreement right now especially probably if you're a lady but or like somebody that likes hopper i got a man crush on that dude he is awesome but, uh, yeah, I really have gotten into the new season. It's kind of a bummer that we have to wait so long for another season of Stranger Things. But but I just suppose I will have to find something else to entertain myself. But what else have I been getting into lately? I haven't been getting into very much. I've just been working and... uh and keeping my head down and handling business because that's what I do what I do. So, you ready for a podcast, sucker? I'm ready for a podcast. So let's do us one. Let's do us one right now. Oh, man. Oh, so this week, what's her name? The Viola Beauregard from the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory movie passed away. Violet passed away at the age of 62 this week. And I was really bummed out to hear about that because that's like one of my all-time favorite stories and one of my all-time favorite movies. And it's just so imaginative and and uh, creative and I remember I was thinking this week I was thinking about the first time I ever saw Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and was when I was really young I was a little kid and it was in my grandmother um, we were at my grandmother's house in Alabama and um, I had a grandmother in Alabama and I had a grandmother in New York 
So, <laughs> so like, it was like the opposite when I would go to my grandmother's houses, like the cultures. It was just different environments from Alabama to New York. Let me tell you, there's a little bit of difference between them two places. But anyway, so to make a long story longer, I was at my grandmother's house in Alabama and we we're at the library. And the library in her town was a pretty big library. It's a pretty good sized town. And uh, they, you could check out VHS tapes, like video tapes. And like, so as a child, when you're at the library and you can check out video cassette tapes, like, well, I guess they're not cassette tapes, video tapes, VHS tapes. They're not video cassette. Are they called video cassette? I don't even know why I'm saying that. Are they called video cassette tapes? Or then I don't know where that come from. Maybe I'm just thinking cassette tapes, and so I said video cassette tapes. Perhaps that is what is causing the confusion at this current juncture of the podcast. But <laughs> I'm sorry, I apologize. But anyway, when you're a little kid and you can check out video tapes at the library, you scramble to find ones that aren't educational. Like, I don't, I ain't trying to learn nothing. Like, I have time dedicated to learning. But just as a child, I remember, like, <laughs> I would try to get out. I'm not going to volunteer to learn nothing. Are you crazy? I'm not, like, a nerd. I think that I grew up to be a little bit more of a nerd than I was as a kid. Not much. But, I mean, I remember back then being, like, frantically going through the stuff, you know, before I, the, my mom or somebody could pick up something where I had to learn something. And I remember getting Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory in Washington and just being like, wow, this is great. And um, the library was a weird place when you were young, you know, like, like you would, there was all kinds of books there and there were National Geographics there and you would look at the National Geographics and you would be like, wow, I think that I'm supposed to like what I'm seeing here, but it's, it's covered in flies and, <laughs> and dirt and dust. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's the first nudity I think that I ever saw was probably in National Geographic as a kid. And it just left me kind of confused. I didn't know what, I mean, I didn't know what was going on because it's like, is this the way that it's supposed to be? But I don't know. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole right now. And I didn't plan to go down that rabbit hole. So we're just going to proceed with the podcast. Yeah, but her name was Denise Nickerson. And she played Violet Beauregard. And I think she had a stroke. And uh, and something related to pneumonia and a, um, and a seizure or something. It was just real sad. When I read about it and heard about it, it was just real sad. And it kind of took me back to... to uh, checking that out from a library when I was real young. I, I want to say I was probably less than 10 years old. And um, if you've never seen the original, it's definitely worth watching. It's worth re-watching. But, um, yeah, so I just thought I would, like, do a little 
a little memorial on the show because that is one of my favorite movies of all time. So that happened. Something else that I saw in the news this week, and a lot of my podcast today is like the news because I don't want it to be extremely crazy and heavy today because I've been talking about some stuff lately. I'm trying to get away from it. Maybe it's a little morbid because I have like a couple, like the first thing I talk about is like somebody that died. But but anyway, let's move on to a funny story uh, that I heard about this week. And um, I, stupid people are hilarious. Stupid people are funny. Well, I, I, who was telling me? Somebody was telling me. This week, have you heard about um, the little thing that everybody's signing? Not a petition, but like an RSVP. Like, I'm going to come to that event. That stupid thing that people do on Facebook. Um, Let me RSVP. Are you going to be there? I think that a lot of social media, um, period, is, is... a lot of people are so desperate for like a human connection that they look for a way to they look they're looking for validation from people on these social media sites but you can do it in kind of like you can kind of be antisocial and do it almost like you don't have to talk to anybody you don't really have to like come face to face to anybody you can like being your tidy whities diddling your belly button and, you know, posting stuff and RSVPing and, you know, getting in arguments and posting stuff like your opinion matters to the world. And I think sometimes, like, it's just funny to me, you know? I think there's a cool, I think it's a cool tool, you know? And I think that it's absolutely, like, I'm not anti-social media but I just think some people get carried away with it sometimes. And this thing that I'm going to talk about right now is one of the times where, like, the stupidity of the masses really, <laughs> really just sh- shines through very clearly um, in what I'm about to tell you about. But, so there's this thing that, that half of a million people have signed where they're going to storm Area 51, Okay, where supposedly the aliens and alien crafts are, they're going to storm Area 51 to see the aliens. And the 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 reasoning is that they can't stop all of us is what it pretty much comes down to what I've heard them say, like they can't stop all of us. And to me, this is the most ignorant and stupid stupid idea that I've ever heard. Well, maybe not ever heard, but it's it's pretty dumb because like, why, why do you want to do that? If you're a believer, see, this is what I think. This is my opinion. I think that the people who are stupid enough to do this are the people that already believe. Because if you're on the fence, like if I'm on the fence about something, I'm not really passionate about it. Like I'm not willing to storm a military base if I'm on the fence about, uh, maybe it's there, maybe it's not. Because if I'm on the fence about something, what would I do if I got in there and there was nothing in there? 
You know, I could not storm a military base knowing <laughs> that when I get in there, it might be an airplane hangar, and I'd be like, uh, my bad. <laughs> so I think I think all these idiots are people that actually already believe in, you know, aliens and UFOs. Now, I am of the opinion myself they like yeah i'm a whack i'm a whack job i'll go ahead and tell you i i am fully convinced that that ufo's as in not unidentified flying objects but actual alien spacecraft and extraterrestrials i yeah i believe that they exist right just because i think that that how small the planet is like planet earth in in a just galaxies that are endless. It's pretty arrogant of a statement. I think, I believe, to be like, yeah, we're the only ones. There's no way there's anywhere, anyone else anywhere, any kind of intelligent life anywhere. I think that's a really bold, arrogant statement because, like, we we can't even fathom what is out there, you know? And to act like we can... It's just kind of like that's just kind of ignorant to me that you would that you would just assume that we that this is all there is, you know, as far as intelligent life goes. Now, with that being said, I'm not stupid enough to storm a military base just because I want to see an alien. Like if if they're there, like, you know, the stuff that came out like maybe a month and a half, two months ago, it might have been longer than that. But where all the Navy pilots were talking about seeing these these uh, UFOs, you know, and, and this is coming from credible sources. Right. And so the Navy pilots are talking about it and it really wasn't big news. I mean, everybody was like, oh, that's crazy. But it really wasn't like everybody wasn't freaking out. Right. And so. What I'm kind of thinking is that if our government has the stuff and they're keeping it a secret, they're keeping it a secret for a reason, right? And I've watched countless um, documentaries. I've read. I've listened to the Bob Lazar guy, the one that has the new Netflix. I think it's Netflix or Hulu. I think it's Netflix, the doc, the doc on Netflix. Um, the new one about Area 51, and I listened to him when he was on Joe Rogan, and he's really a fascinating guy to listen to. He's like a physicist and um, that worked with all that stuff. And, you know, he's like a whistleblower or whatever you want to call it. Like, he's talking about it now. And it's really fascinating stuff to listen to. Well, if you listen to this stuff from his point of view, our government and military wants to use this stuff for our benefit for like military like weaponry you know what i mean so why would you want to like i want to say i want to say et i want to say him like what are you gonna do if all those people rush in there what are you just gonna get in there and let, then just start strolling around like it's a museum you know are you going to ask the armed military personnel, that, which way to the bathroom? Do you have a pamphlet with a map? Like, what are you going to do? 
this is so, man, man, people are just stupid. It made me laugh, though, when I read that all these people are on Facebook, you know, they're, they're, they're on their phone while they're taking a dump and they're RSVPing to storm a military base. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Good job, America. Good job. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, the next thing that I wanted to tell you about, I'm actually pulling up some notes for it right now because I'm too stupid to remember um, a, a lot of things. And uh, so, yeah, this is one of the few times on Glenn Think Stuff where, where I have to look at some notes. So I read this, and this is an interesting thing that I thought I would talk to you about. It's the true thing that happened. Um, back in Hollywood, like way back in the day. And it's kind of a, I guess it's kind of a conspiracy theory. Um, but growing up, like my favorite comic book and my favorite, um, my favorite, God darn it, it messed up on my phone. My favorite comic book and my favorite um, superhero was Superman. That was my favorite um, comic book character. Let me pause this for a minute so I can pull these notes up. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I guess that you really, like, it was instant to you, but it was probably about 20 minutes to me. But I just took a little break and drank a little Pepsi, and now I'm all off my game. Like, I've lost my, I've lost my flow. <laughs> so, I really wish that I had my flow back. I need it. But anyway, so I read this this week and it was really crazy because it was something that I never knew. And it's kind of a mystery, like an old mystery from Hollywood. And I just found it really interesting because, like I said, I'm, I am a big Superman fan. Um, and, like, as a kid, like, I loved reading Superman comic books. And, um, so I found this pretty cool. Um, but there was a guy named George Reeves, right? And he played Superman in the adventures of Superman um, back in the early to mid, like, 50s, right? And I have written down from 1952 to 1958. Um, you remember the old black and white Superman. So um, at the end of the series, he was not... Um, he was not getting a lot of acting parts after the Superman series. Like you would think you're like, dude, the guy played Superman. Like he's going to have this big, huge, fantastic career, but he was like, he didn't. And he actually, um, he actually, um, his marriage ended, um, because he was having an affair with, um, a woman by the name of Tony Mannix and Tony Mannix was the wife of an executive at MGM named Eddie Mannix, right? And so probably if you're a struggling actor, um, it's not a good idea to have an affair with um, an executive at MGM, like their wife. <laughs> you know, because back then there wasn't like Netflix and there wasn't all these different movie companies, you know, as many as there are now, like George Reeves couldn't be getting on YouTube and being a YouTube star. Right. So like you don't want to mess with someone's wife. That's an executive at MGM. That's like career suicide. 
you know, and so that's what he did, though, and um, so he became really depressed. Well, um, on June 16th, 1959, um, it was, it's believed that Reeves shot himself in the head, right, and the police were like, yeah, it was totally a suicide, but Reeves' mother was someone named Helen Besselo, Besselo, and she was like, not my son, because no matter how depressed he is, or he was, he would never um, commit suicide, that's just, I just know it, he would not commit suicide, so what um, Reeves' mom did, George Reeves' mother did, was she hired a private investigator, and, um, so everybody has always, I don't know, the private investigator was like, um, you know, everybody thinks it was a suicide, but this guy was like, no, I don't believe that it was. And, um, and there was just a lot of things discovered that were not, um, that didn't add up to it being a suicide. Um, for instance, there were guests downstairs that he had at his house. Um, his girlfriend was downstairs with the guests and they heard the gunshot. They said they heard the gunshot, but they waited before they called the police. Like they didn't immediately call the police. And that's like pretty sketchy. Um, there were also bruises, um, various bruises on George Reeves' body. Um, there were shell cases found um, uh, all around the room where he was found. And, um, and like, even though they said that, that the police ruled it a suicide, um, there were rumors I read that there are rumors that that it was the man, Eddie Mannix, that was the husband of Tony that he had an affair with, um, that Eddie was behind the the murder of George Reeves, right? And um and I just found that really interesting because I never you know, you've you've heard about the Courtney Love and the Kurt Cobain thing and it kinda reminded me of that a little bit, like, um, not exactly, but just evidence doesn't um, add up in certain suicides, you know. And, you know, of course, the dead can't say anything. But um, I just found that kind of intriguing. And I think that, I don't know, I think with a lot of money and power, it's kind of scary the kinds of things that you can get away with. And here we are, you know, 60, what is that? 60 some years later and it's still unclear what really happened to George Reeves Superman I just thought that was kind of an interesting story that I never knew about and there's like a lot of tragic tragic stuff <laughs> that I should talk about on my podcast to make everybody feel fantastic but I thought that was an interesting story about Superman about George Reeves and you know I guess we'll never know um, what really happened, but 
So th- you're welcome. You're welcome for just like, man, I wrapped this week up. I listen to Glenn Think stuff, and he just totally bummed me out, talked about all these dead people. But I did talk about Area 51 and stupid people, so that should make you go Google some people falling down or something. <laughs> There's plenty of stuff. Maybe I'll tweet a video, some ridiculous, something to make you happy. I'm sorry that I like talking about stuff that's a bummer, man. But if you want to see, this is what, this is what, I'll blame you. Like, if you don't want to hear me talk about this kind of bummer stuff, then you need to give me something to talk about. You can email me any topic that you have or any question. Like, let me help you with your life. If you have something that you don't know what to do, if you're in a situation you're like, Glenn, I don't know what to do, you should tell me. Email me, glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com. glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com. I'll talk about what you want me to talk about, people. I'm a man of the people. I'm a man. I let it never be said that I'm not, but because because that I am. <laughs> but uh, you can follow me on social media sites wherever I am. You can find me. Google me, and you can find me and do good things to other people. Be good to other people because you never know like how long that you have and don't have affairs with movie MGM executives' wives. You shouldn't do that. Is MGM still even around? Don't have affairs, people. Man, if you don't want to be with somebody, don't have affairs. Don't even do that, man. Just say, you are a total bummer and a drag, and I would like to leave you um, for someone that is better than you. (laughs) No, don't say that. That's the worst advice I've ever given. Given, don't tell anyone. <laughs> don't tell anyone that. Good God, man, what's wrong with me? But uh, anyway, I hope that everybody has a good week. And um, yeah, just just no, no don't listen to me. Um, I hope everybody has a good week, guys. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening today. I do really appreciate it. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. Peace out.